Hello, this is Merman, and welcome to today's Top 40. Today we have a long-distance love dedication from Sean to Reliever Kleinfelter to Eric to Looker Lopez. Here it is, lovers. If you see me going that stall, and you're really very tall, look away, creep oh, look away. Don't sit down next to me when you only have to be. Look away, creep, oh, look away. Don't look at me. Nobody shall see me this way. When I go to wash my hands Don't pretend we're friends Stay away, looker, stay away And if I try to run away Don't follow me, okay? Stay away, looker, stay away Don't look at me Nobody should follow me if this I way. If I see it one more time, then you're gonna fucking die. Be afraid, dick looker, be afraid. Don't look at me. Nobody should follow me this way. Follow me this morning, looking at me while I dropped a deuce. It really creeped me out. Yeah, it really creeped me out. Welcome to episode 40 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Miguel! Hello, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing, man? Doing good, how are you, man? I'm doing just fine. I'm alive and we're here for number 40. That's right. Damn, we're old. <laughs> oh, we're over the hill? Yeah, we're definitely over the hill. <laughs> Come on the other side. No let's more let's No let's more young women for you. It's over. You're done. You're finished. <laughs> I don't know. Heather's still pretty young. How are you doing over there, Heather? Pretty good. You're 40? I'm not quite 40. You slide dog, you. <laughs> Robin the Cradle. Okay. She's older than me, though. <laughs> oh! Only by a year. Damn. A few months. So she went over that hill before you. Yeah. She will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I don't look my age, so no. it's good. I still get, I still get carded and shit. So it's See, okay. I, I look like a scraggly old man with my beard, but if I shave my beard off, I look like a 15-year-old, so I don't really have good options. Who the hell is lying to you? <laughs> you don't look like you're 15 years old. Cover that beard up. Oh, if I shave it off and my face is all smooth, uh-huh. I look like a little kid. It's, it's fucked up. It's really weird. <laughs> he does. He looks about 10. So you get carded, but when he shaves, you get arrested. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. That's crazy. It's yes. Little, it's a little funny. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's talk some comics. Oh, we have a lot to do today. We've been wasting time? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll talk some comics. Where are you top two this week, Miguel? My number two is Saga 23. <laughs> For all you 23. If I said that right, I don't even know. But uh, basically, we continue to follow the mother and the father of the baby. They're kind of hiding out now. And they have a little dispute because the mother's doing drugs, and the dad apparently looks like he's having an affair, but he's not. And in the background, 
the black and white TV guy, the janitor, the killer, has the prince's baby. The prince is trying to hunt him down to get the baby back. And they're just all going to collide at the same place at the same time. It's really good. It's a great issue. Um, Saga's been fantastic from the very beginning. It just keeps having that momentum behind it. Uh, it's always a great read. Didn't quite crack my top three this week, but I really did like it. Yeah, I think in the, the Brian and uh, Fiona are doing just a great job. I mean, this one wasn't really action-packed like the other books, but it's so good because the story's moving along, and, and you get you see what's happening, how things are falling apart. So, yeah, that was my number two. My number one book of the week was Evil Empire number five. That was also my number one book of the week. That one's written by Max Bemis and drawn by Joe Eisma, who we had on the show not so long ago. Told us to watch out for this one because it was going to be a crazy issue, and he was not kidding. It was intense. Even if it doesn't have to be so... I mean, there were some moments in the book that were really wild, right? But when he's talking to her, the hostage down in the room, that is some intense crap. Yo, I felt like I was in the room with her, like I was strapped to the chair. Like, what is going on? And then the killer was self-aware. It's a one-off story that takes place right after the president came out and basically said he wanted anarchy in the U.S. And all these people rose up to, like, support him. So it's the story that follows the serial killer who gets pissed off because everybody has no problem killing people now. So he's not unique. He's not special anymore. So, you know, at first it shows his normal life as a serial killer, bringing people down to his basement and torturing them and killing them. But he always did it in front of a woman he had kidnapped who reminded him of his mother. So you see the whole thing from her perspective, and it's pretty messed up. Yeah, because the mother emasculated him. Right. And all the stuff that's going on, he's explaining, like a psychologist would, he understands all the things that are wrong with him and why he's a killer the way he is, but he's perfectly okay with that. He's just come to terms with it, which just makes it even more messed up. And as the story goes on, he starts getting more and more frustrated with the fact that everybody out there is just killing people and looting and pillaging, and he can't take it. He wants to set the world back to how it was before where he's the special guy who goes out and kills people, and it's not just such a mundane occurrence. So one of the things he does is let the woman he's captured go, and he joins this freedom force that's trying to like <laughs> reestablish order. He puts his killing skills to, to good use. So he's he gone thinks. good. The ending was just so spectacularly done. I, I was very happy with the way that it ended. Did you feel sad? No, I didn't feel sad. They're like, oh, man, he was trying to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for a character like that to redeem themselves in 32 pages. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of awesome, right? Because he's like a freaking nutcase, and now he's like, oh, let me do some good things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I can go back to being a regular world, so I can go back to being a nutcase. If you're not reading Evil Empire, you're really missing out. When the trade comes out for this, you absolutely have to go out and pick it up. It's such a cool series. Yeah, it is a great book. I mean, you said it earlier, Max and Joe, just, just awesome. Just yeah. really awesome. So what was your number two? Well, <laughs> my number two is a little book called Drumheller. Oh, man. <laughs> Issue number nine, uh, Alex, you, Alex Link and Riley Rosmo. Is he paying you? No, he's not paying <laughs> Actually, this is the first time it's cracked my top three. There's usually other stories that are a little bit better, but uh, it always makes my top ten, and this time it made my top three. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. You know, we talked a little bit with Alex about the menage a trois he had with the werewolf and everything. Well, you always got to bring that up. <laughs> and it turns out he got the woman pregnant. Uh-huh. And... Then he, <laughs> we, talked about, we talked about how he encountered the uh, demon kids. That was funny. Trying to track him down. So this issue was all about him running from those kids because they're <laughs> really trying their hardest to kill him. Those demon kids are messed up. And they're going to. They're going to get to him and kill him. There's absolutely nothing he can do to prevent it. Except he's talking to him the whole time because he can communicate with spirits and stuff. And he manages to crack a deal with him that is so, even for this book, kind of messed up. <laughs> And I just loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And, and the stuff with the, you know his cat ghost, Harold, when the interaction between him and the, the girl and the dog, <laughs> when they were all reunited, it was pretty funny. Yeah, the book is great. I got to lie. That book was funny. 
it almost cracked my top three this week. It really did. It's probably my number four. It was, it was good. Good job, guys. Great book. Yeah, it's fantastic. But like I said, my number one was also Evil Empire. So uh, let's move on from that. What was your pick of the week? Oh, my pick of the week is a book we don't ever talk about. It's very rare. Okay. Horse Minions. <laughs> no, no. I just want to. Well, I got to give, give myself some props every once in a while. Give you props. Give Chris Ryder props. <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> it's always about me. He's minion number one. Remember that. Yeah, I'm is. Lord Horstocles. <laughs> no, Chris Ryder does a great job. I just want to throw that out for you. But seriously, my number three, Guardians of the Galaxy number 19. Awesome book. Yeah, it's one of the last original Sentai-ins. Yeah. They're in the cancer universe. They can't freaking die. They're beating the crap out of each other, killing each other. Thanos gets killed, comes back, puts his fist through freaking Star-Lord. Star-Lord dies, comes back half naked. <laughs> the only one enjoying it is freaking Drax. He's like in heaven. Then, like, the Bad Avengers show, what do they call themselves? The Revengers? <laughs> that was freaking awesome. An evil Captain America with the freaking pentagram on his helmet and his head and body and whatever. And Thor was evil. Oh, God, I love this book. And they're all just squabbling over the Cosmic Cube. It was a That's really right. good issue. Just straight up slobber knocker. Just people beating the crap out of each other. What's a slobber knocker? You should know you're from Oklahoma. <laughs> you should know you're from Oklahoma. That's fine for our listeners. It's just a brawl. Straight out brawl. Nothing but fighting. Two guys just going at it. In this case, it's like a bunch of six, seven, eight guys fighting. Are they slobbering each other? No, it's just <laughs> fists flying all over the place, sweat flying all over the place. Slobber knocker. Okay. <laughs> you should watch some WWE. Jim Ross from Oklahoma says it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So what was your uh, book of the week? Well, my book of the week was another book we've rarely talked about, which is weird because it's a character that we both know and love and has been mentioned on the show many, many times. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe number 17. <laughs> really? I loved it. He-Man. Um, if you haven't been reading this He-Man series... He-Man Merman. <laughs> Merman's actually not in this one, but I'm sure he's going to show up pretty soon. It was a travesty. I know. <laughs> Triclops is in there for a little while. That bastard. Um, this one's written by Dan Abnett and drawn by Pop Mahan. If you like He-Man in any respect, you're going to absolutely love this current series. It's a really cool reimagining of the origins of He-Man and She-Ra and how they got the power swords and a little bit of backstory about Grayskull and where Skeletor got his powers and Hordak came into the picture. It all just kind of works from the very beginnings of the characters we know and love. And in this particular issue, um, the events from last issue where She-Ra, as Despera, because she's still under Hordak's control, mm -hmm. killed Prince Adam to use his blood to open this portal. And the portal led her to where she would find the other sword of Grayskull, the Sword of Protection, mm -hmm. which is what eventually turns her into She-Ra. She-Ra! So all kinds of crazy stuff's going on, but I really like seeing the origin of She-Ra. And how she goes from being total brainwashed bad guy to being... She's a girl. Well, okay, bad girl. Villainous. Villainous. <laughs> you just can't say bad girl, can you? And who the hell are you calling a Hordak? <laughs> <laughs> You're a Hordak. <laughs> You're a looker. <laughs> but yeah, I really like seeing the origins of these characters and a reimagining of how Eternia as we know it came to be. I'm a huge He-Man fan. I always have been since I was a kid. Who doesn't love He-Man? Yeah, I don't know. Weirdos. It's like un-American if you don't like He-Man. <laughs> Seriously, He-Man, Voltron, G.I. Joe. What the hell? Transformers. He-Man's the most powerful man in the universe. How do you not love G.I. Joe. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He-Man's great. That's a great pick, man. Great pick. I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because we haven't really mentioned the book before. The only reason why we didn't choose it is because Merman did not make an appearance. <laughs> he will eventually, like I said. It's sure. a travesty again. Sure. <laughs> well, that's it for the comics this week. Wow. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our sponsor. Okay. 
Just want to remind everybody, if you enjoy the show and you'd like to help support us, there's a couple ways you can do that. Extortion, blackmail. <laughs> How does that support us, man? I don't know. We're getting the money. <laughs> oh, we're going to blackmail people? Yes. Oh. <laughs> if you'd like to be blackmailed by Comical Podcast, <laughs> send your incriminating photos to comicalpodcast at gmail.com, which is also the same place you can send your PayPal payments if you'd like to donate to us. <laughs> And that is the first way you can help us, by donating directly through PayPal. The second way is by supporting us by going to our sponsor, TweakedAudio.com. Great people. They are. They make great headphones. Oh, yes. Uh, they got seven different styles and seven different colors. Mm-hmm. Wood. Wood. Bastard. <laughs> Miguel loves the wood. I do not. I give the wood. <laughs> to your ear? No. Whoa. What? <laughs> yes, in the ear holes. Whoa. <laughs> Two times. Yikes. The pleasure. <laughs> it's not double mint gum. <laughs> So anyways, go to tweakedaudio.com, use promo code COMICAL, and you'll get a third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. Sweet deal. And they're great headphones. Like, they're noise-canceling, which I love, and they have this flat cable design, which prevents tangling. Seriously, man. Throw those suckers in my bag multiple times. I was afraid to open my bag. They're going to be all in knots. Not one time. Nope. Same thing here. I love them. I watched my kid untangle his headphones the other day, and I started laughing at him. You need some tweak audio, but I'm not buying them for you. <laughs> what a Cheap dick. <laughs> Them too, they're really great. Yeah, yeah, nice. I took them on the plane recently, and they're perfect. Nice. So, if you want to support the show, that's a great way to do it. You can listen to us on your new tweaked audio headphones. Do it. Well, what's up? The moment has arrived. We gotta go to the bathroom. Tell me a funny story, <laughs> Miguel. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, I'll try to make this funny. I don't know how funny it's gonna be, but we'll see. I'm a country boy, as you know. Well, some of you may not know. Uh, had a lot of friends who are in the cattle business and, and some in the oil. And so helping out my friend with his cows and his dad, uh, they picked me up one day and we went out there. Well, his dad picks us up in this truck, this 4x4. You know, it's kind of beat up. It's got dents all over the place. It looks like it's been like 18,000 wrecks. It's been in a demolition derby. It looks really, really bad. Like, holy crap. So dad's in the front. He's in the back. And they're big old dogs. And they're big old black dog. I mean, huge dog. Probably, I'm not going to say a Great Dane, but he's the biggest one. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Because we're going to go give the horses, uh, excuse me, the cows. we got to give them some medicine, and we got to tip their horns. You got horses on the brain? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to corral the, the cattle in, including the calves, give them their medication, and cut the horns on some of the cattle. You know, they can't be pointy or whatever. Okay, no problem. We'll help them out. So we're, we're out in the pasture. It goes, the cows are way out there. we got to go round them up. Okay, well, we don't have any horses. How are we gonna, I'm thinking to myself, how are we going to do this? First of all, I'm not a real horse guy. I can't ride a horse. <laughs> you're not a real horse guy? <laughs> I think you're a real horse guy. I believe in you. <laughs> well, how does a horse ride a horse? He just does it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're funny. So he stops. My friend lets the dog out the back of the truck, and the dog takes off. He gives the dog. The dog goes after the cow. And then we're in the back, me and him, and his dad goes, hang on, boys. And he just floors it. We're doing about 65 miles an hour freaking pasture. The truck is like boom, 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 bouncing. We're jumping in the back of the truck, flying up and down like, dude, we're going to freaking die back here. He's like, hold on to it, boy. Hold on to it. That's what he's, my friend is telling me. I'm holding on to this thing with dear life. I mean, I got a death eight grip. Seconds. You talk about eight seconds. Shit, try two hours. <laughs> we're running. So he's like honking the horn and the cattle. The dog's chasing the cattle. And this one cow, he doesn't want to listen. Stubborn ass. He goes, so I can hear the dad. He opens the little window. I got this. Oh, flows over there. Bam, right to the side of the cow. <laughs> well, I tell you to go, you go. <laughs> so the cow's like, what the hell? Now I understand why the truck is all beat to shit. <laughs> so the cow starts moving, but it gets pissed off. 
So he goes back to get it again. The cow does a move, so we miss him and comes back and hits the truck. I'm like, oh, it's on now. <laughs> so the dad's turning the wheel. We're going to get this. The dog is chasing the cow, jumping at him. He hits it again. And I guess the cow finally realized she's not going to win this. And so she goes on with the rest of the cattle. The other cows already know. They're already in the gate over there where they need to be. We're out here driving around, hopping around, and picture. This is a pasture. So there's cow mines everywhere, you know what that is, and there's holes everywhere, and there's grooves and divots and whatnot, so it's not a smooth ride. So the entire time he's hitting this cow, and we're bouncing up and down, the freaking truck is going left to right, sideways, up and down, back ends high, top ends high. I swear to God, I think I'm going to die. I don't know what the hell I signed up for. (laughs) So we finally get the cows in, he gets in there, and he slams the brakes, and so like, big old cloud of dirt comes everywhere, and we jump out the back of the truck. Literally, I had to check my ass because I thought I shit myself at least once or <laughs> twice. So, all right, let's go. Sorry, I just left it on the ground. Let's <laughs> well, that's not even the fun part yet. Call it a Miguel, <laughs> Miguel bomb. Whatever. <laughs> Horse the bomb. <laughs> bomb to please. But uh, so we get in there, and all right, so we got to get the big cattle in first. We're going to push them in toward the rails. You push two or three in there, and they stop because they hit the front rail. They can't go any further. And you move the back rail in the back so they can't get out. But you can't, once you stick the rail in it, you can't be behind it. Because if the cow gets mad and kicks it, it's going to mess you up waist below. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give you a real low, too. <laughs> You'd be the low zero after that because you ain't going to have any. So I, I learned my, my friend's dad goes, hey, get out, don't get out of there. You're going to get hit. Oh, what? Oh, get out of there. Okay. Soon as soon as he said that, I walked from behind it. The cow backed into that rail went, bam! I was like, holy crap, that would have been my jewels. <laughs> so, okay, so we had to go up there and... You know, he takes the little little thingies, and he's cutting on the horns, the tips, and, you know, you got to put stuff on in case it bleeds or whatever. He's doing all that. Meanwhile, me and my friend, we're putting the big thing in the cow's mouth, and we put them, you know, push it in, and get the medicine in. So we let those three out. We get the next ones. That's, you know, that, that gets pretty easy. They understand what we're doing, and I guess it's been done so often, they're used to it. So we let the big cattle go out. Now the calves are here. Now that's the fun part. There's, like, about four to five calves in there. There's not that many. And uh, they vary from small to huge. So we're able to take three of them in there. They were the easy ones. There's a large, probably the biggest one they had there, and a medium-sized one, or maybe a little smaller medium. So we take care of the three, and they don't have any horns, so we're just giving them medication. We get them in case, and we get them out. So the other two are being really stubborn. So my buddy grabs his cow, and he's a farm boy. He's been doing this crap for since he was a kid kid. So he grabs his calf, reaches over from the back end from underneath by the loins, Gets him by his fur and picks his calf up on his side and slams him on his side. Takes the feet off him. He's like, holy shit, that's some real cowboy shit. So you do it. See, mine is a little bit bigger than yours. <laughs> so I go and grab it, and he don't like it. He takes off on it. He knocks me down. Oh, hell no. And he kind of spit at me a little bit on the way out. I, oh, it's on now, cow. So he's looking at me, and, it's like, and they're laughing at me. Oh, I got him. I raised my sleeves up. I got my tennis shoes on. I'm wearing jeans and a shirt. I'm going to get this cow. So I, I figured I need to hit him hard. He need, And they're always joking. But don't worry. He can handle it. You're not going to hurt him. Because I was concerned about hurting him. And you just t- saw him get hit by a truck. I know. Exactly. I had to think about that. So he goes, you can tackle him. Get him. Tackle him? Okay. I ran full speed at this calf. No lie to you. Granted, I was going about 175, maybe 180 pounds at the time. This thing may weigh 900 pounds, quite possibly. I hit this, this soon-to-be bull, whatever the hell it is, at full speed, full motion with everything I had. Had it been a football player, I'd have depleted him. I probably would have broke a rib. I hit this thing, and I wrapped him up. I didn't fucking move him. <laughs> I hit him and sat down. Unbelievable. He just looked at me like, what are you doing, bitch? And seriously, I'm like, what the hell? So I got up, and I pounced him on the neck. 
He drug me around that stupid arena. <laughs> I'm hanging on like this like a cowboy. Got my feet down. I'm sliding through cow shit because he's dragging me. Freaking cow spit on me. <laughs> and then my friends are just laughing at my, him and his dad are just laughing his ass off of me. You got to grip him from this side. How? I got him by the head. I can't stop. Let him go and get him. He's going to kick me. <laughs> so I'm doing all this shit. And finally I let him go and I can't. I'm like, I'm tired. And he's not even, the cat's just laughing at me. He's like, well, what are you going to do? So my friend walks over there and goes, come on. And he goes inside the gate. <laughs> I was so pissed. I think we just found Horstocles' new villain in the Horseman's comic, Baby Cow. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a... <laughs> I, I tell you right now, that sucker's probably a prize-winning bull or some shit. <laughs> I tell you what, dude, I hit that. I'm not going to lie to you. I hit it with everything I had. And I, I could bring the hits. And I did nothing, absolutely nothing to him. I was impressed. He was not. <laughs> and then he drug me around. Seriously, if there was a camera, a video camera, then you picture me having a headlock on the cow and the cow just running around with me and my feet like this sliding all over through shit and whatever on the ground and, and the cow like bucking and kicking and me hanging on for dear life. That was the first and the last time I went. <laughs> You're not a cowboy. I figured it was safe for me to throw hay or pick cotton or some shit. No, I went to work in a grocery store after that. <laughs> it was an experience. He didn't. They didn't really ask me back. I don't know if I did that bad of a job or, or it was. You know, I guess it's a while before they go back and do it again. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it was a life experience. And I thought about that earlier today because I saw some people out when I went to pick up the boys. Uh, people messing around with some cattle. So, like, holy crap! There's my funny story. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good one. So, memo yourself. You can't tackle a calf. He weighs more than you, and you ain't gonna do crap to him. And don't wear your good tennis shoes when you're out there, too, because you get them full of shit. Need some cowboy boots. And then learn how to bring your calf down because your cowboy friends will make fun of you and go, and the cow goes where it wants to, which he could have done in the first damn place. But I think I was set up. I think they set me up to see what I would do. Sounds like blackmail to me. I know, right? <laughs> we have these photos of you and this cow. <laughs> and the cow kicked your ass. <laughs> Not those kind of photos, you sick bastard. <laughs> I was going to say, I grew up in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm not from Texas. <laughs> so that was my funny story. Hope funny. you liked it. <laughs> And no, the cow cannot be a villain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that, who's, is that who's sending all the letters? <laughs> oh, no. That's okay. That's okay. We're going to use the cow. Very nice. <laughs> wow. Eat more chicken. <laughs> 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 the cow grew up to work for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ain't funny. <laughs> well, that was it for Tell Me a Funny Story. So let's talk now about a very special segment. I know it's one of your favorites and one of the listeners' favorites because they always write in to ask you questions. It's time for some... Dear Lord Horstocles. Is this when the Forrest Gump music comes on? <laughs> I'm still waiting for Heather to write it. Nice. <laughs> Letter number one. Dear Lord Horstocles, I recently tried to tackle a cow and failed. <laughs> what? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Dear Lord Horstocles, I recently moved into a new neighborhood and have really liked my neighbors until recently. I have accumulated many Halloween decorations in the past few years, and since it's now fall and is nearing the Halloween season, I started decorating both the interior and exterior of my home. Now all of my neighbors look at me and think I'm a devil worshiper. They all shun me now. What should I do? Go big! <laughs> Start wearing the dark makeup 24-7. <laughs> Walk up there, hell, Satan! <laughs> Put out the big devil! You know, hey, have you, have you worshipped the Lord Satan today? Some shit like that. Just do it. Go to the church. <laughs> 
Wait a minute. I, I thought you were into Santeria and all that shit. What if it comes back to haunt you? It's not me. It's them. <laughs> I'm trying to help them out. Go big. Just saying, go big. Go big. Go big. That's, all, that's always your. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. So yeah, embrace it. And throw it <laughs> Embrace it, I say. <laughs> Halloween 24-7. You can wear black all the time. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> That's not true. I've seen you sporting your Kool-Aid man clothes. <laughs> That's because... <I> <laughs> black male. But yeah, man, this person, is this a guy or a girl? It's signed Lady Abracadabra. Oh, that's freaking awesome. She's like, do like Elvira and shit, man. Black hair. <laughs> this shit. That'd be awesome. And then I record everybody's actions. Like, go up and say, bless Satan shit out of him or something. See what happens. See if we get punched. Record that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll go to jail. Just stay out of my neighborhood because I'll shoot your ass. <laughs> <laughs> go, Jesus. <laughs> all right. You, you said you were Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about all this advice. <laughs> I have to save people. Got to make them bad before I can save them. I see. I see. You have a plan. That's right. All right. I got you. <laughs> Number two. I'm going to hell, am I? <laughs> I'm having an unusual problem with my underwear, and I'm Whoa. hoping you can give me some advice. Holy shit. <laughs> I've worn briefs since I was a kid, and I still greatly prefer them over the alternatives. I like how things stay in place with briefs, whereas with boxers, everything is free to move around. <laughs> oh, shit. Lately, though, I have noticed that nearly every pair of briefs that I own is having the same annoying problem. Whenever I use the restroom for number one, my underwear becomes a bit stretched, and my balls have started falling through the flap. <laughs> It's very uncomfortable, I don't know how to prevent it from happening. I consider it a safety pin, but I don't really think that's a safe area to be pinning anything. Please help me keep my testicles where they belong. Help me, Lord Horstocles. Signed, Ask Anonymous. Balls falling through the flap of the breeze. What the hell, man? Get some surgery shit. Tuck that shit up. Facelift, ball lift. Something. You can get ball lifts. How old is this ass anonymous? It doesn't say. Cut the motherfuckers off. <laughs> if he's old, you don't need him anymore. <laughs> I just imagine a 60-year-old man broken. <laughs> First of all, Lord Horsticles prefers briefs over over boxes as well. I don't like shit just jiggling all over the place. You know, you need to go down to the bathroom, and you go there, and you go to unzip your pants, and you got lookers around you. You just don't want shit falling out the holes. That's true. you got to be aware of the lookers. <laughs> <laughs> so, my, my suggestion would be, basically, it sounds like the briefs are, are getting old, and along with him. And so, you probably need to buy new briefs, and my, maybe buy them a little smaller, and then make your junk look bigger when it swells. So, yeah, that's my advice to you. <laughs> Swell them up. It's better than cutting them off. So... Your advice is usually go big, but this time it's go small. And the briefs. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or buy briefs with no hole openings. Sew that shit up before you put them on. <laughs> means you got to put them to the floor when you're pissed, but what's... I mean, you know, come on. It's no worse than sitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a question. Do you sit on them when you go <laughs> number two? Probably not. I hope he's not a number one tour. He's <laughs> <laughs> bags and toilets. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Yeah, ball lift. That's probably what I go with. You gotta make those suckers look young. Ball lift is what I'm going with. <laughs> what is this, like a 20 year old guy? <laughs> He's got fucking problems. <laughs> Maybe he just has large balls. Balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> then shit, he wants those, bats, those bitches to hang out then. <laughs> I got, that's right. <laughs> Let them hang out, baby. <laughs> Let them hang. Let them hang. Well, we were in the whole gamut from. <laughs> 
<laughs> Display them proudly. <laughs> it just depends on what you got. That's my advice. <laughs> All right. Let them hang out. No tucking. Question number three. Dear Lord Horstocles, I am a horrible cook, and I just started digging a wonderful guy who loves homemade food. He keeps asking me to prepare a meal for him, but I have a feeling that if I do, it will be the last time I see him. Should I have someone make a meal for me and say it was my cooking? Should I order takeout? Should I confess that I do not know how to cook? I really hate to lose him as he may be the one. Hmm. So there's a woman. Yeah. Take some classes! Get your ass in culinary school! (laughs) And how do you know he's the one? He could be the one right now. That's what I'm saying. But seriously, guys, yeah, okay, ah, you know, no, no. guys like women that can cook. Yes, you know, they like homemade cooking, but that's some mothery shit, you know. <laughs> my mom used to cook, so I need my woman to cook. But seriously, if she, like, can't cook worth the damn, she can take some classes. That's my advice. All right. Number four. Dear Lord Horstocles, I am starting out driving, but I am very afraid. The idea of being out on the open road terrifies me. How should I handle this? Should I always drive at a slow speed? Should I just stick to the sidewalk? Help me out, please. Step on the gas. <laughs> Get your ass going. Hit something the first time. You'll be okay. <laughs> Get the fear out of the way. That's right. <laughs> Actually, woman or man? It's signed Asnonymous, but I happen to know it's a female. Stay off the road. <laughs> Take Metro. Take Call a cab. No, seriously. A uh, woman can't afraid to drive. There's too much of that shit on the road now as we do it nowadays. Just stay off the road. Take a cab. Call the bus. You'll save lives. Maybe yours. Fair enough. <laughs> Get so a limo. Go big, go small, and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. You know, these callers need to give me a little bit more about their background, so it makes it more easier for me to decide. You know, they don't have to tell me who they are, but they can tell me, like, you know, like the one that just drove. She can tell me, like, well, I'm at least six foot whatever. You know, I'm, like, blonde, brunette, or whatever. She likes walks on the beach. Her favorite. Oh, no, I don't need those. <laughs> I just need some, some, some more her stuff about them. Drinking sex on the beach. See, stuff like that would help. I could make a better better I advice. So let's, just, let's get more information. They don't have to give me a name. I don't have to have age. Well, I mean, age would probably be good. Gender would be good. And then find out some of their quirks. That would help me with better advice. So they need to attach a personal ad with their letters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have to get people to write it. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many weirdos we got out there. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Minion 519, he got problems. <laughs> so does the dick. <laughs> All right, number five. Dear Lord Horstocles, I often hear you and Justin discussing poop stories, and I would like your thoughts on pee stories as well. Everyone always thinks that the men's room is the dirtiest place on earth, but it cannot possibly be. The women's restrooms are far worse. So many women are, are afraid to actually sit down on the throne, so they tend to squat to do their business. This squatting leads to small puddles on the seat, which the next person unfortunately sits down in. It's disgusting. Is there any way for you to get this thought across to your women listeners? If you sprinkle, when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. Women everywhere will thank you for this. This is a woman. Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I tend to believe this is a woman. I find it interesting that a woman has is, is bringing in stories about women pissing on the seats. I personally hate piss on the seat. But you know what? Lord Horsicles has it solved for you. Just this past week, I was out in the middle of nowhere. And there was a general store. In this general store, they had a little device that you people can put on your hoo-ha, and it, the piss runs down the pipe, and it runs right into the toilet. No more piss stands in where you go. I forgot what the hell they call it. They, you see, just put it right on your, on your shit, and you piss into it, and it runs out like you have a dick. The diva cup. <laughs> it's, that's, that's, what what it's that's what it's called. That's what it's called? Yeah, it works wonders. <laughs> they come in different colors. Pink, purple, red, black. You know, that's your thing. 
it's a, it's a concave funnel that you like put over. Yeah. The so maybe it just like funnels what, straight. Over that? It looks what, like it looks like that. It looks like that. Can you like, not see like, a vagina? <laughs> is that like a like a cliche word or something like a? You put it there, you piss in the thing, and it goes down the tube. I understand that, but if you really have to pee, like, if you wait till the last second, like, You don't have time to stop and pull out your funnel? Like, let me, like, <laughs> just sit down, let me pull out my funnel, then this becomes, like, a business meeting, and you have to sit down and, like, prepare for the shit. I got it. Turn the other way. I know what you're talking about. I can see how they're getting in on the seat, so face the other direction. Straddle the fucking toilet. So now... <laughs> so it goes, you got a better aim at the bigger portion of the hole instead of the smaller end. That's a possibility. Although it would look rather odd if you were struggling. With people <laughs> I think it'd be funny. I back. think it'd be fun if you're trying to urinate in the urinal. <laughs> that would be hysterical. No, I would it work. So you guys need to have like troughs that you can just walk over. <laughs> you start at one end, you walk over the top of it, you take care of your business, you walk off the other end. Yeah, but you have to pull down your pants. You can't just like. How does that work? Then you have that logistic problem. If you're wearing, it has to be suspended from the front. So they walk over it and pee, and then walk backwards off of it. <laughs> That's the only way that would work. And you would have to be wearing a dress or a skirt, and 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 if you you can't be wearing pants and do that shit. That's why you suspend it from the front. So there's a gap on the bottom, so you can pull your pants all the way to the ground. Yeah, but then <laughs> and they're like like shimmy over the top of it. Yeah, but what if you have a cast and you broke your foot? I mean, there are all these logistical things that don't. Work. Don't piss then. Just hold there's, it. There's regular toilets for those people, or the diva cup. Well, look. Okay, here's what oh, I'm no, saying. I'm a diva. So okay, I'm you can you can bedazzle that sucker too. You can put like beads all over it, balloons. Okay, I'm gonna do the that. cup or. <laughs> <laughs> well, General Hewitt does it. General Hewitt bedazzles her with JJ. Did you hear that that one time on George Lopez? I missed that. Oh, okay. I watched that episode. It was like freaking hilarious. So yes. So what do you call this cup thing again? The diva cup. The diva cup. <laughs> So you ladies can use the Diva Cup. It, it's recommended to help you for not sitting on the... I'm going to complain and write to the company for d- poorly designing it. For not sitting on the toilet. Obviously, I didn't think women were that nasty. I thought they were a lot cleaner. They're supposed to be, you know, they're supposed to be ladies, uh, I'm assuming. But I, apparently, we don't have that. Okay. All right. So my real advice I'll is... I'll do an experiment for the next show. They can go in <laughs> They can go in with some paper like we do and wipe the seat off. Well, that's what... With some antifungal, anti... Whatever yeah, the hell we got. Yeah, room. exactly. Just rub it all over the like seat and clean off, then you can sit down. Like toilet but as we're discussing, the women leave droplets or pools of piss on the seat. I guess there's nasty people in both in both genders. I'm sure. Sure. They always just go outside. <laughs> <laughs> just pee wherever you are. That's right. Pull like, <laughs> <laughs> it on your pants and take a piss in the middle. I recommend of the, the cup. Again, it comes in all different colors white, brown, black, pink, or purple. <laughs> so your recommendations are go big. Go home, go away, and then go in the cup. That's right. <laughs> and remember to wash that cup out. It doubles as a funnel for your car. You can use it for the oil. <laughs> oh, man. We're I, still getting sued. Probably. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> no comments from, from the chimney. Okay. <laughs> Dear Lord Horseclees, when my husband and I were dating, he showered three to five times a day. This, of course, meant that he always smelled clean and fresh, and it was one of the things that most attracted me to him. Now that we've been married for six years, it's a different story, especially on the weekends. He gets up, puts on the clothes he wore the day before, and then he's ready. No shower, no shave, no nothing. By that afternoon, he's usually pretty rank. Then he showers and goes to bed. His excuse, he might want to work outside and doesn't want to shower and then get dirty. How can I convince him that a quick shower in the morning does not mean that he cannot go out and mow the grass 
and that he's allowed to get more than one shower a day. It would make me so happy not to have to smell him all day long. Who signed this? Sign Hold Your Nose. <laughs> nice! <laughs> hey, man. Come Friday night, after work, I go home, change my pajamas. You know when I shower? Monday morning. That's what I'm talking about. I come to your house on Saturday. I ain't showered yet. I roll in your, your couch. And <laughs> it's wastefulness, man. Ain't necessary. Who needs to shower every day? Civilized <laughs> people? <laughs> no. I shower every day, sometimes <laughs> twice a day. In fact, I do shower Same twice here. a day. Same no, here. I, I agree with you. That's ridiculous. Tell the stinky bastard, get in the shower, you're going to hose him down. <laughs> Throw some lime on that motherfucker. See what happens there. Do like prison. Put his ass in a cage and hose him down. Shh. <laughs> De-louse his ass. I guarantee you get the shower from there. <laughs> or you know what? When he's sleeping, bathe him in. <laughs> Hot ass water and some soap. I guarantee that sucker will take a shower. That's disgusting. Or you just put some shit up there and say, hey, look, man, you in the shower, you get some ticks. Probably a dumbass, so you probably can convince him if he does the show, he's gonna get some kind of flea or disease on him and make him think it's gonna happen. If he's any kind of hypochondriac like I am, he's freaked out about bugs and OCD about shit, that'll make him jump in the shower awfully quick. <laughs> or, or plant bugs on him. That, there you go. Go out to this, go outside, find a dog with some fleas and put some on his ass. He'll get in the shower. You still gotta sleep in the same bed as the guy. I don't know if that's, that's <laughs> like, like definitely backfire. <laughs> the woman's got the power, she can lock the door. Tell his stinky ass to sleep on the couch. No, you just honestly just come back at him with some real doctor's advice and saying that bathing and showering isn't necessary because you can get disease, you can get sick, you can give it to your lover, you can do whatever you want. It's a real health issue, it really is. I'm getting all serious here right now. Five out of six horse doctors recommend you take a shower every day. Five out of six horse doctors? That's right. All right. You're the expert. Bathe, (laughs) motherfucker. Use some soap. If you don't, use some lava soap on him. I guarantee they'll clean his ass. Or get that orange shit with the rocks. <laughs> no, no, not the Mexican stuff. The stuff they use at John Deere, where you get the oil and get on. You know, they use the little the orange zest. That's right with the rocks. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times washing your face with that, that shit hurts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so smell like orange all day. That's right, but you're clean. That's true. Pour some bleach on it. Crisp and clean. <laughs> all right, and number seven. This is our last letter. All right. Dear Lord Horsicles, we've been married for eight years and do not plan to have any children. We just moved to a new house, which has a rather large backyard, and now my wife wants a dog, a big one. I hate dogs and do not want one, either big or little. How do we come to an agreement on this? Neither one of us wants to budge. Get a horse! (laughs) Get a cow? (laughs) Get a cow! (laughs) You can take care of it. He can try to knock it over. Eight years, no kids, eh? Yeah. Big yard. Wants a dog? He don't want a dog. Make some shit up. I have terrible allergies. Dog Dander gets in the house. I'll be sneezing. I have to take like 8,000 pills. I could die from it. Just make some shit up, man. <laughs> get her a cat. <laughs> Cat's an option. Yeah, get her a cat. Or buy her a horse. Or just have sex with in the backyard. So forget about the dog. Sex <laughs> is your answer. That's my answer for everything today. Sex it up, baby. Sex it up. That's how the woman should take care of the man make them take a shower. No sex if we don't shower. There you go. He'll either go blind or clean or he'll get it done. <laughs> so my recommendation is to have sex in the backyard. So forget about the dog. All right. <laughs> There's no answer to that. You can't say damn or no because it would marry eight years. Now the divorce one year. <laughs> no dog for you, honey. I want a divorce. <laughs> Who's paying for the house? Who's making the money? They didn't send their financial statements to the letter. <laughs> Man, put his foot down. No. But if he's in a situation like some other people we know and the woman makes the money, he can't say shit. So he better lay the pipe. 
<laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So hopefully those answers help you, my friends, and I hopefully look forward to hearing more from you. And please enclose a little bit more information about yourself as it will help me better offer you the best advice. This is Lord Horsicles. Nay and off. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to write to Lord Horsicles and have your advice questions read on air, uh, write to comicalpodcast at gmail.com and we will use your letter in a future segment. Nice. <laughs> All like professional and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're a professional show. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> so what's next, man? Tell me what's going on next. Uh, next is a little bit of comic movie TV discussion. Okay, I'm ready for this. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? <laughs> I want to talk about sex. Well, that's <laughs> obvious. You keep that all day long. <laughs> no, right, hit me with some TV news, Let's talk man. about Gotham. Oh, let's talk about Gotham. How'd you feel about it? It was sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was great. Yeah, you know, Batman's not really there yet. But you see they're focusing on Jim Gordon. And you see a bunch of other characters that are going to show up in Batman's history. You know, like the Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman, Fish Mooney, Carmine Falcone. It's not going to be the same like, you know, the real origin stories here and there. They're going to embellish a little bit of whatnot. But I like it. I like it's dark. I thought some of the parts, some of the characters, some of the actors they've chosen who they're playing, they they couldn't have done any better. They were really good. I've been very impressed with uh, Benjamin McKenzie playing uh, Gordon. Actually, I've been impressed with the guy playing uh, Harvey. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's good. I think it's going to be interesting. But if you're expecting Batman to jump out of somewhere, it's not going to happen. So it's going to be something totally different. But it's still dark and gritty enough to really enjoy. I liked it. I don't think I liked it quite as much as you did. Um, it's kind of a cookie cutter Batman story. It's you know obviously made for TV, and they try to cram as much as they possibly could in that first hour. You already get introduced to all of the major characters. Nothing's really left up in the air, you know, and you don't really know what's going to happen going forward because so much happened in the first episode. Well, it's not on the WB. I'm sorry, you're not happy, but <laughs> um, at the same time, I liked it. I, li- I liked the casting, especially. I thought all the characters were well cast, especially Penguin. I was very impressed with that actor. Uh, I'm imagining he's going to go off somewhere else and build up his army and come back and take on Falcone and get fat <laughs> over, the next few years. <laughs> yeah, over the next few years. Um, but I, I liked it. I'm excited to see episode two and see how it goes from there. Did you like how the enemies, how they varied in ages? Like you saw Enigma, the Riddler, obviously. You saw him, and then you saw the Penguin, and then you saw Ivy, uh, and then you saw Selina Kyle. Which, by the way, of all the people they chose, well, the Penguin's really close. Selena Kyle, the young lady playing Selena Kyle, I swear to God, looks like the, looks like her from the comic books. I think it's a very good choice. Uh, I don't have a problem with the Bruce Wayne and who else? Uh, the comic comedians. That supposed to be the Joker? It's speculated that it might be, but there's no confirmation at this point. I mean, nobody in comics can really say for certain what the Joker's origin is. He has lots of different ones that have been put out there. But one of the most well-liked ones is that he was formerly a comedian who kind of failed the, the career. And when he went home, he was super depressed about it. And he ended up killing his wife and then mutilating himself. And he became the Joker. Uh, I could definitely see that happening. So long as they continue on and it continues to get a little dark and more gritty and you have more, a powerful story, a powerful whatever, I think it'll last. But if, like I said, if you're really expecting a lot of Batman, you're not like you said, it's cookie cutter. You're not going to get all that stuff. you got to go into it with an open mind and just enjoy it for what it is. I mean, we went into that way with Arrow, and it blew our minds away. Yeah. Now, granted, Batman, I don't think Batman's going to be able to do what Arrow did, because it's actually Arrow, you know? It's actually, mm-hmm. we see him become Arrow. And I don't think they're going to do that with Gotham. I think like, it's going to be just Bruce Wayne here, and then boom, season two, he's like 26. <laughs> you know? I don't think so. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this. I hope they do well. I hope Fox doesn't get 
cut happy and cancels it too quick. But As they're uh, prone to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they give it time because I think the actors they do have are going to do well, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. What's next? Uh, how did you feel about Agents of Shield premiere? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that was insane. Oh my god! Absorbing Man was freaking amazing. Oh yeah. man! Oh god! He was really impressive. Dude, I love Coulson. That's all I'm saying. Coulson, the whole team, May, Sky, Ward. I mean, no Ward's a bad guy, but I, it was great. I love the story. I love where they picked it up from, what they're trying to do. You know, freaking heroes guys in it, whatever. <laughs> you know, Mr. Petrelli. Adrian Pazdar. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy for the general. Uh, yeah, the whole Nazi German thing, too, because they flash back and you, right. and you and see the Howley Commandos. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, you can see Dugan and, and uh, Agent Carter. Yeah. And, I mean, even. That's kind of leading into the Agent Carter series we're going to see on Netflix coming up. Um, you know, the the items of question or whatever they're trying to find. You saw the box that she closed up, right? You saw there was a dead Kree in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so even back then, they already knew about the aliens. This is way before the invasion happened. So, yeah. Yeah. That whole Howling Commando stuff, this is going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome. The Carter series. I think I wasn't too happy about it early on. But now, oh, man. I'm like, this is great. Now, what the hell was Xena doing in there? No, but I was waiting for. <laughs> it didn't happen. You just wanted to make that sound again. I, I got some. We got some screams, but yeah, I, I really loved it. I loved the way it ended, uh, the way it began, the middle, everything about the episode was just so good. I'll probably watch it again just to see what I missed. You think we're going to see the whole Wrecking Crew by the end of the season? I think so. That'd be freaking amazing, right? Oh hell yes, <laughs> dude! I just uh, okay. <laughs> they got Crusher Creole right for sure. Uh, the part where he picks up the ball and chain, I was just like, oh fuck yeah! Like I was, that, so was that awesome? Yeah, May still kicked his ass. Oh yeah, well, but it was on purpose though, because mm-hmm. remember he wanted to get caught. Right. But holy shit, I'm not. I can't say that enough about this show. We talk about comic shows, TV shows. We know what's coming up. We know we have freaking Arrow coming back. We know Flash is coming. We know Constantine's coming. And we know what Arrow is, and we know what it's going to be, and we just can't. We're both excited about how that's going to be. Agent Seal was amazing last year. You know how big we were on this. They just picked it up again, and they just took it another notch. Yep. And, oh, my God, if Arrow does that crap, I'm going to be dead on the floor because I'm going to be <laughs> overwhelmed. And we've seen the, the Flash thing, and we've seen the Constantine. We're both excited about that. I'm hoping these shows just keep it up, and it's going to be a great time to be a comic book fan right now. Oh, it really is. It really is. Sorry I went on a tangent there. I got, I'm just still pumped, dude. I'm just that pumped. It's obvious. Why are you not that pumped? <laughs> I, <am> pumped. <laughs> I don't know. Why are you toning it down? <laughs> what else, man? Any more coming? Well, there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, one thing that happened last week, the day that after we recorded. You sharded your pants? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Deadpool movie got announced? Hell yes. <laughs> and I thought you'd be screaming my phone off or yelling through the... Through the I'd hear you screaming through the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm surprised you didn't hear me. <laughs> Uh, uh, I thought that was other kinds of screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I freaked the fuck out. I was really excited when I heard about that. When I saw it, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to fall out of this cherry pie. has a heart attack by now, but that's freaking awesome. February 12th, 2016 is scheduled as a release date for the Deadpool movie. Just no swords out of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've read, I've read the script that they had before. <gasps> Obviously, they've had to rework it because they're discussing whether it's going to be a PG PG-13 movie or whether it's going to be an R-rated movie. A lot of people are speculating it's going to be PG-13 because Fox would never approve an R-rated Deadpool movie. But Rhett Reese, the uh, writer of the script, has come out the last couple days and said, there's no guarantee it's going to be PG-13. 
he's working with Fox, and they're trying to decide whether it could work as an R-rated movie. We know the whole thing about it being R versus PG-13. You know, they figure they can they can make more money doing a PG movie than they can an R. But you and I both know that Deadpool is most funny when he's doing his R-rated crap. When he doesn't have the restrictions, right. That said, the clip we saw, the leaked footage, was a PG-13 clip. And a lot of stuff happened in there. I mean, Deadpool killed a few dudes. He cut a guy's head off and was making jokes. I mean... A lot of that kind of stuff they can still show in a PG-13 movie as long as there's not blood and excessive gore. And as long as he's not cussing constantly. That's the only part that's the issue, really. I mean, the blood and gore, I think they can get away with doing a PG-13 version of Deadpool and just kind of minimize the amount of blood, you know, like imply a lot of stuff. But the cussing is kind of inclusive to who Deadpool is. Like, he doesn't have a filter. And, I mean, they may be able to put stuff up there and put, like, squiggly lines and symbols to represent that he's saying things mm-hmm. and not actually have him say it. They, there may be workarounds to make the PG-13 version work, but I think the R-rated version would probably be a little bit better. You know I'm a fan. I know you're a Mondo, huge, crazy man fan. What would you want? PG-13? R? X? What are you looking for? <laughs> X. <laughs> if it was up to me, it would definitely be an R-rated movie, but you know, I'd be perfectly satisfied to see a PG-13 version movie as long as they do the character justice. Can't be any more of this Wolverine's Orisman bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we bring it up yet again. <laughs> it's hard not to when you're talking about it. I understand. I imagine if this movie comes out, I mean, when it comes out and we go see it, probably midnight showing, I'm assuming. You ready for that, the woman? Midnight showing. <laughs> 3D, IMAX, all the way, $15 tickets. Or you're probably going to try to get your way, try to get us in again as early as possible. <laughs> I'll fight a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to come cosplaying, dressed up as Deadpool? No. Lady Deadpool? No. I'm coming up as dog pool. <laughs> Horse pool. <laughs> Horse pool. I, I want to see that. <laughs> no, I would be, I'm very excited about it. I know my kids are excited about that too. Uh, he, he's a fan favorite, man. Across the board, everybody loves him. But he has to be him. It cannot be some crappy, cheap ripoff. I have faith in this team that we're going on right now, so uh, I'm, I'm excited. People to actually get the character know who he is. Yeah. I mean, come on, he was looking at the camera talking to you, singing. <laughs> so that's going to be great. And the very last thing is just a minor little footnote that uh, Brian Singer has been confirmed as the director for X-Men Apocalypse. The, so, the Apocalypse. He did a good job with uh, Days of Future Past. So yeah, he did. I'm, I'm happy to hear that he'll be returning for the next movie. That's that's it for the movie TV news. I'm pretty stoked with that one. Yeah. I have to see the Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm more interested in who they pick as the Four Horsemen. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of options. Yeah. When is that coming out? Sometime next year. Sometime next year. Oh, that's going to be great. Late, late next year, I think. I say, it's a good time to be a good comic book fan. I mean, whether you read the books or just the movies or whatnot or, or the cons, it's just a great time. Speaking of cons, this weekend we're going to be at the Alamo City Comic Con. Who's this we? <laughs> all three of us, hopefully. Oh, uh, really? I can't say for sure. We'll be there all three days, but uh, we'll definitely be there Saturday mm-hmm. and hopefully on Sunday as well. Okay. So if you see us walking around in our comic book podcast t-shirts, feel free to come up and say hey. And give us money. <laughs> well, black million. <laughs> you can bring us your uh, your uh, incriminating photos and <laughs> get, this, get this blackmail thing rolling. Hey, we'll be taking dear Horsicles letters while we're there. Yeah, if you want to hand us a handwritten letter, it'll but make, don't give it to Horsicles. Make it even more special. Yeah, he can't see who it's coming from. It's give it to the chimney. Give it to me on the down low. That's right. Oh, slip it in his pockets. <laughs> Whoa. No, no low twos. That's a minion thing. No. I'm going to wear a sign that says hugs. I'm going to follow horse sleeves this thing. <laughs> <laughs> hugs for a dollar. Uh, hugs for 95 cents. <laughs> that's, per, that's even sleazier. Undercut, <laughs> undercut him by a nickel. No, 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 no. You should, you should, you should like 99 cents. Like, nice. Like, 
I'm better than the dollar store, baby. Just I'm carry around a bag of pennies and like give people change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally. That's should. awesome. You should totally do that. Shit. That's great. Hugged so, by the horse. Look, look for uh, horse cleats walking around with the hugs for ninety nine cents sign. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be awesome. Or watch the cop cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or watch horse cleats go to jail. How <laughs> <laughs> quickly change from horse cleats? Oh, get me out of this, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, go to the loony bin then. Hey! Yippee Kaye, Mr. Falcon. Are going to Toontown? <laughs> That's going to be funny stuff, man. Should be some great people there. Hopefully, we get to do the one thing we want to do. But, you know, meet people, talk to people, yeah, blah, we blah, should, blah. Should be able to get a lot of good interviews and take pictures with the people. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It should be fun. You're going to be in Brown Town, yo. You ready for that? I've, I've been there for a long time. It's going to be all kinds of Latinos up in there, man. We're going to have Bri Fi. Well, that guy in brown. We're going to have uh, Jose. Who's Jose? Ah, fuck, there's a Jose everywhere we go. <laughs> is, he the, is he the guy that works in the, in the kitchen downstairs? <laughs> yes, it is. It's Jose. <laughs> I think that guy's on vacation, man. <laughs> we got to call up the rest of our Latinos, you know. We got to get the boys from Comic Syndicate to come down and represent in Latino land. Well, you know, Joseph from uh, BS Exclude is going to be there. That's right. He volunteered to carry our shit all weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure to find that guy. Do we got to pay him? We're going to pay him in hugs. <laughs> I don't think he, you hear that, Joel? We're going to give you hugs from both sides. A sandwich. <laughs> It'll be a comical sandwich. <laughs> that costs extra. That's two times the fun. <laughs> Uh, four or five times the fun. <laughs> We're not small. <laughs> Will it survive? It's $1.99 for them. That's right. The town de la raza, San Antonio, Texas. <laughs> no, it's San Antonio, Tejas. Tejas. That's right, Tejas. <laughs> you racist bastards. <laughs> it's okay if I say it, Whitey. <laughs> I'm not white. <laughs> Look here, cream cheese. You <laughs> only... <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. That's the first time anybody. I'm gonna get a shirt that says that. <laughs> I could have gone all Latino. I could have called her goat cheese. This white too. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got there, Timmy? I know. Hey, you're even Latino. Your name is Jimmy. That's right. Jimmy they know. Jimmy. They know me down there. <laughs> They're going to fucking stab you, home. You don't have to worry. I'll protect you. <laughs> You'll be the first one gone. <laughs> Anyways. All righty. Just want to remind everybody, we have an undertow trade paperback. To Hell yes. The great freaking Steve Orlando. That's right. Steve Orlando and Artyom Trukhanov. They're the creators of the book. Anyhow, we're going to be giving away a free copy of Volume 1 of Undertow, which is an amazing series. We love it. All you have to do to be entered for a chance to win is follow us on Instagram. Just do a search for Comical Podcast, and there you go. What's not to like about that book? I, you got murder. Sex. <laughs> you got fish boobs. You got hashtag the arm. You got people out of the water fighting and eating people. I mean, I mean, I'm, first of all, you know, uh, I can't pronounce the man's name. Say his name again. Artyom. Awesome drawer. That's all I got to say. Great guy. Steve, freaking brilliant. Uh, these two need to do something else here. So they need to bring up another volume. Uh, I loved it. It's a great gift. It's a great thing. You people need to sign up and try to win this thing. Yeah, just follow us on Instagram. Also, make sure you're subscribed to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us reviews. We need more five-star reviews. Trying to get those up. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast. On Twitter, I'm at comicalpodcast. Miguel's at comicalpodcast, too. 
And Heather is at Comic Podcast 3. That's yeah. Me. And that's pretty much it, guys. So uh, I'm going to get Snapchat. Make sure to listen this week. <laughs> <laughs> make sure to listen this weekend for our coverage of the Alamo City Comic Con. And don't forget to keep on laughing, bitches. Stall, and you're really very tall. Look away, creepo. Look away. <laughs> Don't sit down next to me when you only have to pee. Look away, creepo. Look away. <laughs> Don't look at me. Nobody should see me this way. And when I go to wash my hands, don't pretend we're really friends. Stay away, looker, stay away. And if I try to run away, don't follow me. Okay, stay away, looker, stay away. Don't look at me. Nobody should follow me this way. If I see it one more time, then you're gonna fucking die. Be afraid. Dick Luca, be afraid. <laughs> Don't look at me. Nobody should see my junk this way. When you followed me this morning, looking at me while I dropped a deuce, it really creeped me out. Yeah, it really creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs>